0: No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.
1: And we're back for another episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast. This is season two. Excuse me, season three, episode two. That's right. Overall number 36 yep. of the Stereo Bros Podcast. It's your boy PL, Patagonias and Lattes.
2: Greetings, everyone. It's Hat Suit.
3: Hi, everybody. It's Jazzy.
1: And we're here at our home at Blackroom Studios. Cheer
2: cheer
3: cheer. With the cheer. homie
1: Creative Sam.
3: Cheer cheer. I
1: have to say the corner store in this neighborhood exceptional Shout out to Miguel. <laughs> Don't be
3: naming that man. Is that his name? His name Sam? It may not be.
1: <laughs> it may not be. It may
3: not be Miguel. It may not be. But it. Be it, be.
1: <laughs> but, it but it might be. But it might be. Dude had a tip jar making sandwiches. That's one of the few times I've been to. Actually,
2: Yo, the only time I've been to a bodega with a tip jar.
1: With a tip jar. But I asked for my my sandwich, and he got it right the first time. First time. And then offered extras. He offered extra accoutrements. He yeah. had the, you want the spicy mustard? <laughs> you want a roll? You want rye bread? I'm like, oh shit. I'm going to tip this man some money.
2: Yeah. And no, 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 no gas. Like, it was an amazing sandwich. Was amazing. <laughs> Sandwiches amazing. Of
1: course, on the walkout, some uh, ghetto old guy was like, Make sure you tip this man. Yo, Poppy, I'm tipping. Because, you know, black folks don't tip. And I'm like, maybe where you from. Right? All the black folks I know be tipping everywhere we go. Exactly. Especially for good service.
3: Please. I don't be tipping. (laughs) (laughs) That's the culprit.
1: He saw my stereos and bros had with so much you. That's what it was.
3: So y'all tip. Okay, if you go to an establishment and you get takeout, do you tip? No. Thank you. So like that's what I don't tip in those situations. My friend tried to shame me the other day. I'm like, but I'm picking my food up. She's not serving me.
1: Footprints Express the last time we was there late night, and I didn't tip. Dude looked at me as if I was like robbing the place. I'm like, bro, just hand me that rasta pasta so I can go my way. First of
2: all, let's talk about how Footprints Express
3: is not even Express. You want to tip? be expressed for, for me. real. Well, we went was there it? on the late night.
2: It
1: was
3: late, late. It was late. I gave them leeway to take twenty, twenty-five minutes with my Rasta box. It, it was pretty quick for me. It's typically a thirty-minute, forty-five-minute wait. Oh, really? It, yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe because if it's if it's, if it's if it's packed, is that like when it's no, not girl, good. no. Oh, I don't know. Girl, we didn't. No. We didn't have that experience the last time we went.
1: Nah, it was it was in and out for us. Food was amazing. I that Killed night. Yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it helped with all the cosmigos we had consumed. It was. <laughs> like I, I ate like half of the joint When I got home Watched like half an hour TV Woke up <gasps>
0: uh, uh, Where am I? <laughs>
1: I woke up in, like a sloth It was like It was like Gatorade and like Rasta pasta by the bed I'm just like
2: <laughs> Son that's like That's college
1: <laughs> It was so college That's like college a, I remember waking up it was terrible
2: in college with chips like on my bed somewhere <laughs> and I'd be like oh shit it's time for class eat a couple of the chips <laughs> and oh, then I'm out
1: I wasn't that bad
2: no it's been, it's been
3: bad I had like
1: pizza slices and shit or like Chinese food by the bed but
3: nah like chips like this was Ooh. <laughs> how was demonic. everybody's Halloween
1: uh I don't celebrate that demonic holiday <laughs> My child did have character day at school.
3: <laughs> oh, that's good. And, that uh, I like that. I like that idea. So kids that, you it doesn't have to be, I think the, they do an all saints type thing too in like Catholic churches or yeah. Catholic schools. I'm not sure that similar. the Catholics
1: are in a position to be dealing with kids just oh, yet. Or
3: saints. Oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> I mean, just, now I'm just, they've saying, found I'm all just all them... saying everybody's finding a way for everyone to yeah. yeah. Are
1: the lawsuits all settled? <laughs> annoying. annoying. <laughs> I'm just asking.
0: So annoying.
1: Um, no but it, no no it, it's good to have like a, a more holistic way to participate I just see people walking in my neighborhood sugar cheating treating with some hideous costumes
3: hideous uh, meaning what what was hideous oh, dang okay <laughs> and I've seen
1: some really creative ones as well
3: nah y'all um, remember in the hood where kids they had no whole costume they just had a mask and they regular had clothes a, a
1: mask and they, <laughs> had a, a mask and they coat on right it was like cheap mask from like the dollar store,
2: right?
1: Like the like the Ronald Reagan mask. Okay, was so like just
2: trying to give their kids an experience.
1: Going store to store, Quasim, go in there, go in there. With a
2: plastic bag too. With like, a plastic bag, yeah. Not even a, a nice, not even a nice trick or treat bag.
1: But no, um, my daughter at first didn't want to do it. I was like, you know what? We're just gonna pack her 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 uh, chef uniform just in case. And sure enough, we walked into her classroom. It was a cat boy, like a whole cat boy up and down from PJ Masks, like. Covering the face, mm. it was a gecko, it was like the night girl. The teasers was dressed like grease, like they all had some elaborate shit on. Mm-hmm. So she looked at me, she's like, Okay, yes, I'll,
2: you, you I'll can do back it. out with the costume I'll now
1: and put it. And she put hers on because the main thing is, I'm not a Halloween guy, but I don't want my kid to be uh, like isolated or feel right. like Smart. like the one that's not doing it. Because mm-hmm. growing up, I, like I don't celebrate none of that stuff, but I used to always. Like, I was given the knowledge as to why we don't celebrate it, Mm -hmm. but I still felt like... That don't matter when you got to go to school. Exactly.
3: exactly. (laughs) So, when everybody
1: else is, like, getting flea or they celebrating, and I'm just like, well, my dad said that's demonic. And they're like, well, here's to your dad. And they're hoovering, like, 80 (laughs) M&Ms. I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel good. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. But uh, speaking of... You want to add something? I mean...
2: I don't like I I grew up growing up patient it's lugawu, you know what I'm saying like meaning like demons and stuff mm. like they don't they don't uh, promote Halloween like you know so I grew up on the other side of the door where people were ringing the bell and my mom would be like don't breathe <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like not moving because we don't want to open the door <laughs> but like I um I you know I I love being able to be festive I love this time of the year you know uh, right after my birthday, which is the best holiday, then there's all these other mm-hmm. holidays. And, you know, their origins may be a, bit, a little suspect, but um, I think that being festive and not, and, you know, letting the kids be a part of some, some kind of collective yeah. joys, I think is cool. Um, I appreciate that now. And the only thing, it, only thing I can think of is like Coco, the movie how they did such a good job of I haven't like, seen it, but I've
3: heard such good things about it. Was they did. sad. Just, I was
1: tight at the end. Everybody
3: <laughs> said they crying at the end. I yeah. didn't cry. I was sad though. Yeah. No, it's a good <laughs> okay. movie. It's a good movie. But it's like, but it, it actually yeah. shows
2: you what the Day of the Dead looks like in the Mexican uh, culture. And you realize like with a lot of Aboriginal culture, a lot of black cultures. Um, even we were talking about this earlier before we started recording, like even in the Yeah, the uh, Eastern, Chinese, Eastern Eastern culture. Yeah, it's there's a lot of ancestral ancestry. worship and mm-hmm. so this time is actually for that. Mm-hmm. Like right now in Haitian culture, especially in voodoo, it's fet gede, which is like the dead. Like mm-hmm. you celebrate people who've died, you might put out their favorite food, you know, pictures of them, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who um uh, are aware of like, you know, the effects of colonization you know, they're suspicious of who else is doing. celebrating. And <laughs> right. so they rather keep their kids inside, which right. makes sense to me. But to your point, uh, P&L, about, you know, having her participate
3: You know, I think it's
2: fine. I think it's fine, especially if it's, like, right there in the school.
3: And I also think it's a way for people to express their creativity, and I I appreciate that because Mm -hmm. it's, like, a day to be somebody else. Maybe your favorite character or someone you admire or someone you aspire to be. Like, it gives you leeway to channel that kind of energy outwardly for others to see, which I (laughs) think is... It's a nice and I like I like seeing people dress up. I personally I'm not that creative sometimes. Yeah. Like I really was I was looking for my little cat ears to wear to work. <laughs> Couldn't find them. My boy's dressed up as a cowboy. That's a That's topic lovely. for another day. <laughs> is, is he
1: is he uh a caballero? Is he Mexican?
3: nah he looked like Woody but I don't, don't know. even realize I don't the even cowboys to go they caballero. <laughs> yeah, caballeros like no he looked like Woody he had a little wooden horse head he had a little stick with a horse on Yo. the head of it, it so was- I saw this
2: costume yesterday this girl she dressed up as the final seasons of Game of Thrones in a trash bag in
3: a trash bag yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that one <laughs> I don't even watch the show but I got it you know the last season was uh, trash it was I'm very sorry. accurate yeah, the
1: only thing you. I would have wanted to do was just like a gang member but I couldn't find an NYPD uniform to wear
3: wow oh. Good one. Good one. Ooh. That was good. Speaking
2: of uh, hey, shake oh, the no. shoulders. Hey,
1: and the shoulders. Hey. Uh. Um or <laughs> would have gone as so the one thing I will say next year for Halloween, you know, single moms and dads. Well, single moms, right? Your kids want to be cool shit. He wants to be Catboy. He wants to be gecko. He don't he don't want to be nipsey. <laughs> he don't want to be the baby.
3: There's a lot of those costumes <laughs> where it's like, I think this is the parents uh yeah. idea. Let
1: your kid be a kid and Single dads, let your daughter be like a little girl. Right? Up. No,
3: I seen little ba- little baby girls dressed as Cardi, and I was that's like, not, no mega
1: Stallions, no Cardis. Great. Like, let that's them not be okay. kids. You know what I mean? Like, let them be kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, I would have gone as a as an NYPD officer, and I would have had um either like someone with me with like black and like black and blue in them, <laughs> uh-huh. and I would have had things on them like false charges and like. <laughs>
3: next year next, next year. year next year I might do that next I year. love the family costumes like I saw this little the little baby was dressed as a fire truck and the parents were like firemen oh that's
2: I cool. thought oh, that was cute, cute. what you
3: cool. call it um I saw one that it
2: was lions tigers and bears like the, the baby was a lion the mama was mm, a tiger like, yeah. the father was a bear yeah. that's fine and then the caption the whole night was like oh my um, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. That's um funny. but my homegirl has something that she's doing tonight and I was gonna go as a bad attitude I'm not really sure how I'm gonna execute that but mm-hmm. it's gonna be I'm gonna all you there. have
1: to do is just like put on a white face and be like a light skinned girl cause they all have you know bad oh, attitudes
3: oh okay <laughs> <laughs> that was all from right. p
1: <laughs> not all you know I have like two light skinned friends
3: Th- that was from the butterscotch side of the Ooh. room now this <laughs> 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 nah, 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 now nah. this now this Manila na na. Nah. Dun-dun-dun-dun, Manila.
1: <laughs> um, but moving on to our favorite topic. Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn Things we miss about old Brooklyn. Since we're on the school topic, it's only right we talk about PTA. Not PTA meetings, like, what is it called? Like parent-teacher conferences. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, for one, hated those because my father would go to my school and make friends with all of my teachers and I had decent grades, but they would still find a fucking reason to talk for 25 minutes about shit that I don't care about. And it always took like two or three hours and I still had to go home and still do homework. I never liked uh, parent-teacher conferences. I never found a utility of them, Um, but I've gone to them for my daughter and as a parent, it's just like, the only thing I wanna hear is that my kid is great. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> they said the only thing I want to hear is that my kid is great. And that they're
1: excelling. I don't want to hear that they don't share or, or no dumb shit like that. Like.
2: <laughs> no dumb shit like that. <laughs> I miss parents, but it's hard. I, I miss, well, no, I don't miss, I don't know that I miss it because it was uneventful for me too. Like, you know, if you had decent grades, then, then it is what it is. But I do vividly remember being like seven or eight years old. And I went to school, I went to Catholic school from pre-kindergarten all the way through junior high school. And I had one particular teacher who just... She thought I was just far too opinionated. She was right.
1: <laughs> Where was she now? She,
2: I don't know. Where? At
1: the Target. At the Target on, uh, on Flappers and No Street.
2: There was this little gray bench outside of the classroom. And if you started acting up, you sat on the bench. I was on that bench. A lot. Regularly. <laughs> like, so it's parent teacher. Words. It was like... I don't know. She there was one time she told she was like you know she put the, put up these math problems on the board and was like if it's right you know I'll erase them. So she gave me like six plus seven. I wrote the answer down. I knew it was right, so I erased it. So she came to me <laughs> and was like Stephanie, where's your problem? I said I erased it. You said erase what was right? <laughs> and I guess my timing was wrong, but I did follow directions. Mm-hmm. I knew what the answer was. Yeah. She sent my little ass right to that bench. And so when parent teacher conference came. Um, I had exceptional grades, but I was so un- unsatisfactory for her when it came to like behavior. Mm-hmm. And so I do know the feeling of, oh, shit, she about to die me out right now. Because I knew she wasn't feeling me. But mm-hmm. other than that, it was pretty uneventful. Because if your grades are lit, then right. they
3: don't have anything else to say. Right. You know? Except
1: for Miss Jackson from Skyler, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, my God.
3: You know what's funny? I have a mentee. Gucci main voice. I have a mentee, and she hates her dean at her school. And when she started describing her, immediately Miss Jackson popped up in my head. And I was like... See those types of like mean deans, you're not gonna be able to like change their mind. They're just very like, you know they their their tactics are yell, scream, yell. You know that that is their goal, and they think that's like the way to teach kids. And I'm like, you are in a position where you are a student, and you have to respect authority, and you look crazy when you yell back at her mm-hmm. so don't even engage like make her look stupid when you you know like she's yelling but I mean that's kind of hard to tell a 14 year old like yeah, we should have found know.
1: her a man cause had we found her a man <laughs> she'd have
3: calmed down she
1: took my fucking train pass in 7th grade due to allegations of us playing handball on the M train and then my pops had to come up there he worked for transit at the time mm-hmm. so first he was like why the fuck you let her take your train pass? Ain't you a man, nigga? I'm just like, well, you told me to respect the authority. Right. And I get up there. I had the R slash S's. Remember, I was making my own R slash S's. Were you? Yes.
3: I think a lot of people did that.
1: Right. <laughs> and they took that shit. So then when he went up there to get it back, they gave me a fucking, it was like, oh, you have an R and S. I'm like, I have both. It was like, no, you're in seventh grade. You don't have both. So they gave me a fucking R.
3: R, R and S also means, uh, what is it, above ground? R was for the bus. S was for the subway.
1: No, S was surface for the bus. Oh. R-, R was for rapid transit, which was the train. Uh, yes. Yeah. But no, she, she she was a
3: fucking terrorist. She was. She was a terrorist. I, I mean, I don't know. I And I, in, in, I would say elementary school, probably through junior high, probably through high school, my report cards really were the same. It was like- Jazzy is an excellent student. <laughs> She lacks self control. Wow! <laughs> Literally, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, same thing. Um, so I would get good grades and I would pass all my tests, flying colors, all my state exams. But I just, I, I just had to talk. I had to uh, challenge authority. I was a Which class right. clown. Like I don't, I don't know. I was not the behavioral uh, standard of excellence throughout uh childhood
1: but that's good because the time we got pulled over you challenged authority i did that I was, did. That was needed. I you know did i
3: mean, i had to
1: i mean we still shouting for you and no that <laughs> but it was it was still necessary <laughs> does,
3: Try the, to free does you? the stereo bros public need to know about this my is an effective record? stop listen cool. at cool. jazzy cool. is this face right here it's cool this face right i did a bid. It's, it's all good y'all <laughs> can know i did a bid. it's, it's <laughs> It's whatever. She was it's in there, whatever. She was in there
1: with all the all the class A. She was in there with all the class A, class B felons, man. Like she held it down to all like, that. No Takashi's over here. Exactly. Exactly. At all? Exactly. Whole circle strong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing them hours calmly. Calm. And not eating the sandwiches. Nothing like that. Not, we don't want the sandwiches. None of, that. none
3: of that. It's all good. Yeah, I didn't eat. It was nasty in there. We'll have a we'll have a whole discussion on this at another time because that was that will be in the memoir. Ooh, when, the memoir, for the book. when the memoir comes
2: out, that will be in it. It's gonna be called Live in Stereo. Yes, <laughs> with
3: at really? Jazzy. Yes, definitely. I like that. That's
1: a, that's a good point to mention. You know, the biggest gang again in in Brooklyn. It ain't the Wolves or the Chews or the Bloods or the Crips or the YGs. It's the N, the Y, the P, the D. Mm-hmm. Pause. No, I don't gotta pause that because it's just like one word. But. <laughs> <laughs> Stand
3: strong in your own masculinity, okay, and sexuality. You don't need to pause that.
1: Word. Listen, I don't have to, but it it just sounds cool when you use it. (laughs) Thanks, Cameron Giles. (laughs) 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 But the NYPD and me and you and everyone else out there in in IG land and everyone that's going to hear this when it drops, um, the NYPD, the New York Police Department, founded a long time ago was a job that most Italians and, and Irish folks took. And they've always been a corrupt organization that was focused on keeping power concentrated for a select few. They let, you know, brown people in, I think like in the 40s or something like that. And we've trickled in, you know. But in terms of the power positions, we're still not that powerful. But these are the people that are patrolling our neighborhoods, patrolling our people. And now, you know, with all the recent, um. All the recent instances nationwide of people getting killed by cops, for the longest you probably felt like, eh, from time to time it may happen, you know, like a Sean Bell, rest in peace, and Amadou Diallo, rest in peace, a Patrick Dorisman, rest in peace, and Eric Gardner rest in peace. But now, there's video of them, you know, dragging and beating up and, and fighting on and punching on our youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, Um That's not new to me, right? Because I've seen people once upon a time fighting cops. I never fought a cop. I may have, like, pushed one inadvertently, And almost got beat up by the cops. Mm -hmm. I may have struggled a little bit when they were trying to like stop and frisk me. I may have been jumped by cops in the 77 precinct on the corner of Franklin and Prospect Place in 2004. (laughs) 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 Still scarred. I'm still mad about that shit. But I think right now there's a battle in our community because Jim O'Neill put out a press conference after this video surfaced of them beating up on kids. And for full context, there was a fight in a train station. Transit cops came there. Then above ground cops came and state police came and everything was largely calmed down and being dispersed and people were leaving. And this one cop walks up and starts like throwing haymakers. So some kids start fighting back. Mm -hmm. And Jim O'Neill's response was people need to understand and learn to comply with a lawful police order. And I'm just like... Mm -hmm. It's not what the law says, the, right? Right, exactly. The law says that if they use excessive force, you can defend yourself, right? But it's also why do we have to just comply, like?
3: And also, it says a lawful arrest, right? Like right. that the key word is lawful. If you you can challenge, if you are well, law and practicality is different. Theory versus in, in practice, in practice right. is very different. Um, I would not encourage people to um, resist, uh, to resist arrest and, and things of that nature because you can challenge these things later on with through the law and, and stuff like that but it's hard to sometimes suppress your, um, your emotions anger. and yes. anger when you see somebody being not only wrongfully accused but most times um, physically threatened and and violated in that way, it's, you, you have a visceral reaction to it, and, you know, I'm sure these kids are growing up, I think, a little differently than we did, like, of course, we knew there was police brutality, of course, we've seen cops run up on people in our neighborhoods and stuff, but the constant, um, seeing it in the, in, in, in media, not only in your neighborhood, but seeing it in different states and and all over and and people that look like you seeing that, that is traumatizing and I'm sure these young kids are being fed up. They probably feel like they are prey by um, police and Mm -hmm. you know you know, and I saw parts of that video and it seemed like, you know, they found one and they pounced on one. And then, you know, you saw another teenager getting upset because it's like, yo, he didn't do anything like get off him. And then they now become the focus of All the right. attention, even though they might not have done anything wrong. But then the police get mad because it's like, move away, you know, mind your business, don't say anything. And it's like, well, you know, they sh- they are standing up for their, for their friends. And, you know, in high school, like... I feel like you don't lack control. Like I was saying to y'all, I'm like, yo, in high school, I was with the shits. Like, what do you mean? What you said for con- Like, what did you say? Like, like, I, like I, you, you're, you're not uh, as developed in your mind to necessarily think about certain consequences to your actions. You are not in control of your emotions. And I feel like, police especially in new york they treat these young kids like adults yeah and they and they interact with them like they're grown-ass men when they are just as innocent as their little children in long island but they treat these young kids as grown-ass men throwing them on the ground talking to them any kind of way and putting exactly and so yes it's 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 a very I, I mean, I don't know. You don't know how to... I've done, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um,
1: know Your Rights campaigns. Know Your
3: right, Rights campaigns. I've done those with teenage kids before. And, you know, my advice to them always is, you know, Be respectful. Speak to speak to police in a respectful manner. You know, if you're gonna take your phone out, you have the right to do that. Do it from a, a good enough distance where you're not interfering, or you don't you you don't make the police feel like you're trying to interfere, but you're trying to document what's going on with the situation. But at the same time, like if they're in a situation and they're... Fr- like, if my best friend is getting... Like, if my best friend was getting jumped by some regular-ass dudes, I'm jumping in. Right. So, at that age, it's like, well, who are these cops? Exactly. Why are they, why are they on my friend? Like, that's, that's... I think that's, like, the mindset. And they're children. Like... Yeah. But they're not being treated like them. other like thing,
1: that. So, other thing, too, with that is, 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 like, I tell my, you know, young cousins and even my, you know, younger friends is, like, be respectful of yourself. Yes. Speak like speak speak like a man or woman of respect, because then that's less ammo they have. But at the same time, I tell them to understand who you're dealing with. Like you, you may be the most educated, sophisticated, grounded individual, but a lot of these cops are not. They're unhinged, and they view you as a threat. And especially if you get pulled over in a nice car and you are, you know, enjoying life, they may take that even more. Like this motherfucker, fuck, you think he is. Yeah. And they may view that as. You know a reason to try to engage you more, and if you're recording,, mm-hmm. definitely record from a safe distance, right, but they also try to intimidate you like, oh, back up, back up, right. back up, and you know try to keep you from seeing what's happening, but I think the other thing you can do is I think the organization piece has to start now, like documenting shit it helps at times, like there's been cases of of wowing on people, and then it goes you know to court, and a judge will. Let's say they decide against the person that was wrongfully arrested. But on appeal, they would be like, nah, nah, this is a bad arrest, yada, yada. Um, and more often than not, from what I've seen, if you have a documented arrest and it's a bad arrest and it goes to court, most of the time it'll get dismissed. Right. And the officer will have some type of rec- uh, reprimand. It may be right. vacation days. It may be something in this file. But the more you sort of build up these people's files as like they're being bad cops, that's going to help too. But more often than not, they don't we believe... Hope. They, more often than not they don't release you know these cops records but what I was saying about this cop this week was that yo they're building like more Pantaleos cause Pantaleo mm-hmm. where Eric Gardner wasn't his first time that he had a violent encounter he's had other situations on, on his podcast mm-hmm. we said he strips out somebody during like a routine traffic stop which, like, is ri-
2: which is ridiculous it's
1: crazy right but it's like they're encouraging more Pantaleos all they have to do as an organization is say listen we don't stand by bad cops So that would then make cops Mm self-select. Am I a bad cop or am I a good cop?
2: Word. (laughs) I think they're gonna select. But they're they're gonna think they're good cops. (laughs) They're gonna think think that they're
3: doing the right thing. And it really, it really But they do think they are. Yeah. They really do think they're doing the right thing.
2: Yeah. This idea that like it's a us versus them, and I'm coming home, and you know all this other stuff is like it's like really part of the problem, right? Like if you think if you go back to Staten Island. Or Deer Park in Long Island mm-hmm. and you are never engaging with these communities that you're charged with policing then yeah like who isn't afraid of a free black person right who isn't afraid <laughs> of none because you I mean and I said this to someone the other day I was like yo you know what if I wasn't black I'd hate black people because without any hate effort, or, or fear you know what both mm. I, would, I would hate the fact that I fear them I would hate them for the fact that I fear them. Mm-hmm. I would hate, for, hate them for the fact that they're so cool. Black people are so cool. Mm-hmm. The kids, even when the kids aren't trying, because not for nothing, if you go around middle school at a white at a, at a school that has more white kids, they're just as destructive and rambunctious. Right, right. And no one, everyone is giving them the boys will be boys pets. Right, exactly. So as soon as these guys leave Deer Park where whatever, whatever school, magnet school and all the white kids are doing whatever they're doing and they come down to, I don't know, Erasmus, where erasmus was mm-hmm. or whatever school is inhabiting erasmus's mm-hmm. building at the moment um you know like they automatically see these kids as like potential violators right. of the law and like they get these big grown men who like throw them around mm-hmm. and sh- it's just it just it all is perspective and i think it we really need to take a look at how these police officers are being trained and groomed right we already know that they're not coming like the top of your class from harvard right right
1: no, it's the, bottom of the class from Deer Park.
2: Well, <laughs> 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 I mean, in in a lot of cases, yeah, that's exactly it, and so we have to wonder. You know, I think of it; it's it's just it's kind of like you get what you pay for, right? You know what I'm saying? And like, I mean, if the barrier to entry ain't
3: super high, then right. you gotta wonder who's who are in right. uniform. And I mean, like the 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 start of this was a fight, yeah. Who doesn't fight in high school? I don't care what high school me you go, Meet me outside. Meet me outside. Three o'clock. We o'clock. see this in every, like, coming-of-age yep. film that you watch on Netflix, in the TV, movie theaters. Like, they're kids. They're going to fight. This is how they express themselves. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, can it get a little ugly because it's in Brooklyn? Yeah. But there was no talk about guns. Nope. There was no talk about, you know, knives right. or any weapons. They had a fight after school with a lot of people involved. But when you involve the element of um, police, and it's not like school safety, right. it's actual, you know, officers, yes. and, and they're treating these kids like grown men, it's, it's, it's so scary and traumatizing mm-hmm. to see this footage all the time, mm-hmm. and I can understand why those kids are angry, and why they're like, no, you're not gonna treat my friend like that, yeah. you're not gonna jump on them like that, so I know one of the kids has a lawsuit already, and I really do hope that... They make some some leeway and some some headway with that. With Same that. for Rubenstein. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, Rubenstein and Reneki in this joint, <laughs> they don't play.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, the the other dude who um basically got he, he was on a four train. He had hopped the turnstile, and like twenty cops came with guns drawn for a fare beater. Mm-hmm. And now it's like this sign just like, close the gate. Don't encourage fair evasion. If I see any young kid. And my train station about to hop. i like, yeah, 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 come here. He's like, oh, you the boy. I'm like, no, no. I like, I'll give you a metro card with five dollars on my do. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, I like, I rather you take this five dollars, or this this one fare. Like, and so people know if you have an unlimited metro card, technically, technically speaking, you should not swipe anybody in with an unlimited. Yeah. Because the unlimited is for one person. Right. But right. if you have a pay per ride metro card, yes. you can do whatever the hell you want with it. True. Mm-hmm. So. If you have a pay per ride metro card and somebody is at the turnstile, swipe them in if you so choose. Yeah. But a cop can't tell you to not do that. If they
3: Actually, say, they started giving out tickets to people. But that's for ridiculous. Technically, you're paying.
1: If it's a pay per ride. Yeah. Right. You pay their I would say. Fare. I would say, yo, this is a pay per ride metro card. I can do that. You need to learn the law. Yeah. And. <laughs>
3: I'll be swiping them with my unlimited. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, I know it's not right, but I don't think people should be barred from living life yeah. going to work, you know, for over $2.75. They they will po- post four or five cops. The Downstairs. equivalent, yeah. the equivalent of like, you know. Hundreds and thousands of dollars yep. in taxpayer money Hiding to stop to, to stop people from beating a two a two seventy five dollar fare, and it's just like if anything, the 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 uh, money should be put into um, I don't know maybe a tiered payment system for people or because my thing is like I work I can pay and then on top of that. My 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 pay is discounted. My I use my pre-tax dollars yeah, to, uh, to to get a, a transit, a, check. A, a transit yeah. check versus someone that is not working for a system. Uh, um, uh, somebody that's working as a maid or, or working at, or do it gotta pay gotta use use money out of their regular income that's already taxed to then go and use the train. It's unfair yeah. and it's it, and people shouldn't be barred from moving around in their city because of two dollars and seventy five cents. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous that they're even continuing on with this campaign even in the face of people and the public saying this is wrong right? and they're like pushing it right. even more it's ridiculous and
2: you I mean the the tentacles of that go super deep because then you have to look at like what kind of system are we pushing that under you're living in a very capitalist society we're in New York City they don't give a fuck about the people yeah. I mean I could see that you're, you're that tiered system working in some place like Canada because they're far more socialist than, than we are here mm. you know they might actually have to give a fuck about the people but you know when, when it comes to um, here, we're just not going to see that. And right. then, too, like, something that I do all the time, like, when I get to um, the select service buses and stuff, um, I, like, leave my ticket mm-hmm. on the bus. Or if I'm coming on off and I see someone's kind of, like, waiting for somebody to be like, mm-hmm. could you Come give me, me a out, ticket? Right. Like, I'll just hand it off because I've already paid for it. Mm-hmm. You know, in a sense, it's like, I don't know how far you're going to go, but you can ride under my ticket if mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. And I know that it might not be all the way legal, but somebody's got to give a fuck. Yeah.
1: And at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and, and propose that always follow the law some right. Judge dread shit right <laughs> but it's more so like like those types of things yeah. are dope and I think you actually should do that yeah um, I just hate seeing at my train station um, three people with like Derek Jeter jerseys and t-shirts on with that bum ass vest under you you clearly look like
2: y'all all got the same color wristbands <laughs> Kevin Hart right.
1: dressed like The Rock for Halloween which was like hysterical it's, yeah. but it's like he
2: put up his recovery videos I saw Did you see that? Yeah.
1: Spirit Animal but um yeah, I look wild at a place, and it's just like, I'm coming home from work, and I'm looking at them with disgust, and I don't know if I'm wearing it on my face, but they'll look at me like... What's the problem, sir? No, almost like, we're sorry, you we wouldn't mean anything. Yeah. Usually, I'm carrying an inter-office envelope or something <laughs> <on those lines laughs> with files in it, and I look at them just like disgusted, like, you, you fucking cornball. Yeah. Like, you you standing here waiting to catch somebody hopping the turnstile, and I've seen people you know, hop and then get into, like, an altercation. It was one time a dude hopped and a uh, female cop tried to, like, take him in. He was like, yo, like... Somebody got 275, I'll just swipe now. She's like, nah, it's too late. He was like, you doing too much. You F&B, you black like me, you want to be white so bad. So she's like, all right. Oh. So she's like, <laughs> like, wrap him up. And he was... Like, he was... At first, he was going with it. But after they start, like, arguing, he's like, fuck that. So she couldn't, like, take him down. So people... Pil- pilgrims came and tried to like help her <laughs> like subdue him and he, he like stiff on one
2: <laughs> he's a Randy Moss in the pilgrims like, like
1: so people was cheering on and low key I was like <laughs> <laughs> like you we were happy <laughs> um no but the NYPD's influence in New York and I always say this although I don't have to I know mad people in the NYPD that are doing dope things um, some same. are getting Degrees, Same. I know lieutenants, detectives, sergeants, sergeants yeah. that are actually trying to make a difference. We have conversations offline. I'm not saying nobody name and all that. I yeah. know I would go. Um, but the fact that that NYPD 12 movie won in, won Emmys and, and critical acclaim mm-hmm. shows you exactly that people understand that this is an issue. Right. And the fact that the NYPD is now shutting down people's concerts and taking yeah. people off of the bills based on things they're saying and doing in songs. All you rappers and, and entertainers that you know want to make it out of the hood. Stop making songs about your ops. Please. Stop, stop making music where you're saying you're going to clap this person and
3: yeah, stop or, or where you did actually clap the right. person. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be dumb. Y'all <laughs> dumb. Look so Why dumb. Not Don't not
2: be dumb. About- I was just with him.
3: Right, right? Like, I was on the corner of Nostrand an and whatever, whatever, and then
2: my boy Uzi, he pulled out the Uzi. And, and this and was we, December tenth, like, nineteen. Right, it's like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? People the, are listening. Stop no FaceTiming
1: people you got a problem with and, and arguing on, on the internet. Stop, stop making these these, these what do you call them vlogs?
2: I'm so sick of it. Everybody want to be a bad bitch on on VH1 so bad. You out here putting <laughs> this shit in records,
1: making these <laughs> making all these vlogs about your problems and all that. Like yeah, like, like
2: in a reunion special. You can't you. Then turn
1: around and get mad with the NYPD granted the NYPD did people dirty because they knew people was going to be at Rolling Loud all summer and they waited until a a day before the show to say people couldn't perform actually they didn't say that they suggested to the promoters that they didn't do it.
3: But they would just shut down their whole uh, operation more than likely if they let Absolutely. those people come in. I don't, and perform. So can
1: they do that? Because I think yeah, they have, have, right.
3: they have they have permits, and yeah. you can pull your permit if you don't comply mm-hmm. with um, certain things. Like where do you get your sound permit from? You get
2: it from the precinct. Like where do you get your yeah? You get all that stuff from the I precinct.
1: I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. all you up and coming rappers, you know, it's. <laughs> It's so much easier because I know mad tough guys that do music. You don't have to say a bunch of tough shit in your music. You can actually talk about like dope shit. And you know what sells? Records for the ladies, right? Like
2: Drake. Exactly. <laughs> all these. He's been crying on the record since like 09. Right. Pipple's a tough guy.
1: <laughs> P- Pipple and Florida are tough guys by all accounts. And they make mad like flowery dance poppy. Yeah. and they get into the bag. Yeah. All this tough shit. Like I'm, I'm running down and I'm drilling ops. I right, fam, that's cool, but yeah. I, the next video I see from you better not be you getting beat up on a train. Right. By your ops. <laughs> right. Right? Like, it's it's a it's a much easier path to music, and yeah. it's like this this reverence for jail and police contact is something new, because yeah. growing up, niggas did not want, like, the, the jail aspect, there's people that glorified that and wanted to go to jail to, you know, feel tough. But police contact, like, n- nobody wanted to be around police. Nobody wanted to talk to their enemies and, yeah. like, FaceTime their enemies and stuff like that, so... I say to the community, like, it's all weird. Stop making yourselves um, more subject to the police knuckleheads right. and to the NYPD out there. If y'all listening, which I probably are,
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially,
1: y'all need to just understand that y- you can tr- you can try to suppress a couple of the scared folks, but you know, in the words of Byron Allen, you know, fear is slavery, and a lot of us is not scared, like, right,
2: at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know
1: I mean, so. Y'all got to step it up because when uh, Eric Adams becomes mayor,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which gonna, is looking <laughs> like
1: it, we're gonna have a, a new uh, police commissioner. We're gonna have a new police commissioner, and a lot of people's gonna have to, you know, answer for a lot of shit that they doing.
3: We would hope. What, what about Scott Strigger, my boy, my com
1: Scotty? Scotty too hotty. Too hotty? <laughs> he, he might could do it too. But Eric Adams, he was a senator, assemblyman, a captain, in, in NY- and yeah. like he got a lot of perspectives. He got my vote, and I met him. I shook his hand twice yeah. in Albany. It was tremendous. Every time
2: he he like that's he going for it. We we already know that he's been. Dropping, he been going for he, it. Yeah, he's been dropping for, them for, since since De Blasio. Yeah. He, he's been talking. I don't even he, want to hear that De Blasio. He's
1: tremendous. Know. And speaking of De Blasio Fucking and tremendous, Trash. what's up with this man being impeached? What's up with that man, man?
3: You sit here drinking these these peach,
1: mango, <laughs> litty thigh juices oh, please, and all don't, that.
3: Don't don't let them know we've lowered our standards. <laughs> it's thought, only, it's drinking only New Age forties.
1: It's only for one episode. Our sponsors were not open this morning, so we couldn't get the liquor store. <laughs> but, um, no, this Trump impeachment situation is looking like... Um, in my mind, I think even if Trump gets impeached and they find grounds to move him from office and he loses the election, if he stays in office, I sincerely think that he's going to do all he can to challenge the election mm-hmm. and or any impeachment proceedings. But... I want people to understand one thing about impeachment. It's very difficult to impeach a president. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even if you impeach them, it doesn't mean that they're removed from office. It exactly. just means that you're inquiring about them. I think there's only been three presidents impeached and only one removed.
3: Well, Nixon resigned, right? Nixon. Yes. After, the, after the impeachment.
1: Nixon resigned. Um, Clinton got impeached and mm-hmm. then he got through that. And Andrew Johnson, who was the president after... Lincoln, eighteen sixty eight or so he got impeached. Um he was trash though. He was wild racist, trash. Who was I, don't, it? I don't I don't I'm remember if was
0: out here fucking slaves like, <laughs> people I, too, I, like, I, I, don't, was I don't remember
1: if he, if he was actually removed <laughs> from office. But since then there's been people that could have been impeached, like Harding and yeah, and uh what's his what's the dude name? Um Hoover. Like there's been mad presidents that could have been impeached. Like Hoover was during the Great Depression. Yeah. So the stock market crashed Hooverville's, the crash Hoover in Hooverville's like, yeah. Um, and for those that don't know, Hoovervilles were like shanty towns that were built during the Depression mm-hmm.
3: because. It's history time. History with time P&L. Hey hey. <laughs> hey hey. <laughs> uh, I love Hooverville.
1: Too. I love it. I, like I love that. it. I think, I think that's a new thing now. Yeah, it's I think that's a thing. Time. Um, but Hoovervilles, <laughs> Hoovervilles popped up in. 1929 in the, in the 30s after the the stock market crash and the Great Depression because people were poor had nowhere to live and they just would build fucking shanty towns and call them Hoovervilles and Herbert Hoover was a president he believed in trying to fix the economy by using supply side economics so give the yep. business more money and it'll all work itself out yep which clearly didn't fucking work did
2: not work it'll trickle down <laughs> it'll Only trickle it down <laughs>
1: Only it didn't, and that fucking depression lasted until right. World War II.
2: Right. And every time somebody talks about restabilizing or regenerating or, like, restarting, jump-starting the market, they always do use the same dated, you know, methodology. methodology. Bail the and banks like, out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bail the banks out. you know, And, they, and it'll, it'll trickle down. It'll mm-hmm. trickle down. It'll, it'll it trickle won't.
1: down to the first level because the maid and everybody else in housekeeping at these places is not getting that fucking
0: At better.
2: all. But, yeah. but this impeachment, I, I've always held on to the sentiment that he wasn't going anywhere. He deserves to leave. he's a clown. he's a puppet is what I believe um, He's not even the scariest thing in the White House to me. Mike Pence is the scariest right. thing in yeah. the White House right. to me um, and my thing is like I don't think he's going anywhere at this rate. I don't trust any of the Democrats either. like it's just like they,
1: except for uh, Bernie and Beto
2: Well uh, yeah, I appreciate Bernie if he makes it like I don't know what the I don't know what the situation is with, with Bernie. I think he can do it guys Let's, and that's and it's fine. Bernie and Beto Bernie and Beto actually sound like the the mix well, Biden me. Beto. I mean, I don't know if people are... and Warren, don't forget me.
3: Elizabeth Warren,
1: listen, I like her ideas. It's just that
2: I don't want another white woman speaking for anybody I don't Aww. want i don't I don't sorry Elizabeth like I- I'm sorry <laughs> because because look at all the shit that's coming out about these Democrats that we held in such high regard, like, and I'm saying this now, I was going on the record when y'all when the the documents are opened up on our precious, precious Obamas on some of the things that that were okay during that we're not gonna be i've okay. already
3: forgiven him we're not
2: gonna i feel a way about gaddafi too and my thing is like you know it's 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 just it's a sentiment that like all of these people that were like yo you know let's get these democrats in the white house it's gonna be more liberals it's gonna be this it's gonna be that and they all of this shit was happening underneath you know by them perpetrated and orchestrated by these same democrats you know it's it's upsetting mm-hmm. and it's very upset unsettling and i'm i'm not trusting what's coming from the left either um, but this guy is it's like watching I don't know, love bat like hip loving basketball, or whatever mm, these shows are and this, uh-huh. the white House is it's, a yeah, joke. it's a
3: joke. it is a joke. Um, so I think this past um week, they passed um the it was like some type, sort of uh, amendment they voted on in the House. They, they started the um, impeachment process. And so they now have made it the public portion where mm. they're going to start with their witness uh, interviews and, and um, depositions. And apparently the vote was like divided down party lines. Like all the Republicans voted no. Uh, all but two Democrats voted yes. And two. People from very conservative. Um, I think one was from Minnesota, and then one from Southern Jersey. Wow, uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. In a, from a very conservative um, lo- location. County, yeah, yeah like, I can't. Rem- I can't remember the county, but um, but a very conservative um, location. And so, I I honestly think that it's gonna continue this way through the actual impeachment when it actually mm-hmm. goes to the Senate to to go through I just think it's going to be Republicans versus Democrats. I mean the only good thing is that we have the majority right now, uh, well, not we but the Democrats the house, have yeah. uh, have the majority. But it's like what is it? I mean an impeachment is really just you acknowledging bad actions of um the president, yes. right? like you said, it's not necessarily that he's going to be removed from office, mm-hmm. but I would hope that a, a person that has been impeached is not going to run uh, in the next election and hopefully not be voted back in because right. that would be ridiculous because right. I really do think even if he is impeached he will still continue to run. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that will uh, stop him. I'm not sure if they would disqualify him by sure any you know constitutional or federal rules, but um, I could still see him trying to subvert that and and continue Absolutely. and he's continue built a cult run. following too, which yeah. is gonna be hard to kind of. But
1: certain places are, are shifting, like West Virginia, the, yeah. like the like the coal mining towns
3: mm-hmm, where he didn't bring coal mining back, right? <laughs> <laughs> and instead, they're still coal? <laughs> they are
1: barely getting by off of Obama subsidies that he tried to kill. Yeah, they're kind of like eh, this guy isn't what he was expected to be. I think the people in Middle Americaville. Dad are just like in their little worlds and they don't really have to deal with the day to day, are part of that cult following. Mm-hmm. But I'd be surprised if he won as convincingly this time because last time it was just like I suspected that he might could win because people really didn't like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, me, one of them, same, um, same. <laughs> and how she got the the whole ticket,
2: right? Do you know that she she had a gutsy woman tour with her daughter Chelsea? No, and it's this Gut?
1: bitch, as in pulled- like. Muffin top guts? No, like like...
2: gutsy, like spirited or whatever. (laughs) And this bitch and her daughter pulled up to Kings Theater in Flatbush. Really? This is recently? This was recent. This is maybe like last month. There was a whole protest. You still It's a the amount of Haitian people in that area is very dense. Uh huh. So you know Haiti's in the middle of all this stuff now. Mm And so there were lots of protests outside the theater, and I was like, "That is really ballsy of you to bring yourself to this black ass neighborhood." <laughs> Who's
1: inside the theater though, like watching them?
2: I I don't know, <laughs> I don't pilgrims. know, but like, <laughs> but it was tough. Even if you go down by the the space now, there is a um on the adjacent building mm-hmm. someone uh stapled not stapled but like they hammered mm-hmm. or like power tooled a wooden plaque into the marble of what used to be Astoria Bank. Uh-huh. And it's like the Clintons are thieves that need to be brought to their heels. and I don't, it's, I've never seen nothing like this before, but um, it's super tangential. But that bitch brought herself... So, I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan
3: at all. At
1: all. I'm not either. They, they did Bernie dirty with the last election. Word. That was clearly his ticket to win. He was clearly going to run. Mm-hmm. I think Bernie... Bernie plus... um, Not Beto, but Bernie plus... um whoever he had on his ticket, they would have made a bigger splash than Clinton. I'm not saying that he would have beat Trump. Right. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I'm saying that it at least would have had a better, and re-energized, right. re-energized the party. It would have been more AOCs and Yeah, stuff I like think that. so. And last cycle, we had Abrams get cheated out of an election mm-hmm. in Georgia. We had Andrew Gillum get cheated in Florida mm-hmm. because they see that, okay, the, the tide is shifting. So now, yeah. we, even if we all went to the vote, now that is saying, oh, we're gonna disqualify X amount of votes. Yeah. So they they're doing things to try to control us system, systemically to like, you know, keep certain things. And mm-hmm. it happened even here with uh cats and Tippy. Oh yeah, uh, Tippi Caban. Caban. So I mean the impeachment it would be good, but until somebody has dirt on McConnell or somebody that's going to actually like pull the button or press the mm-hmm. button rather mm-hmm. on impeachment, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Um well, and then we're sorry. Talk- it may happen, but I don't think it's going to be enough to take him out of office.
2: Yeah. I don't think he's going to go anywhere, to be very honest. Because I, I feel like America, I've seen this government government be swifter on a lot of different things. And I understand that there are, you know, protocols to follow. But this man's been wilding since before he got elected. And you're, you're now took up. Grab her go- by the pussy. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Like, you guys, you, if y'all really wanted this to happen, y'all would have made this happen already. You know, when he got in, we were bombing Syria in, like, 24 hours. But part of the reason why he got
1: in was because Roger Ailes from Fox News... Yeah. Like, had a direct in... With certain politicians. Which is whack. Fox News
2: shouldn't be the one put it, like helping a, a person become sitting president.
1: At all, but that's you know that's the where we live in now. Yeah. Um, well,
3: so. I hope that Trump gets impeached just for the American public to Comfort. be able to say, look, we hated this guy. Yeah. We booed him at a <laughs> baseball game. Yeah, I saw that. And- Melania didn't know what to do. She was like.
2: <laughs> she was like, what? yeah, she did. What's was happening.
3: Yeah, no, but I, I I think it's important for the American pu- public to go through this process. But I do I do hope that it's not taken away from the focus of Democrats finding a worthy candidate and focus on voter suppression and how that could in yeah. fact uh, affect the next yeah. election. You yeah. know, because I, I think we should be able to do all at once.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think to your point, I think you know just to wrap this up. I think one of the biggest things we got to focus on from now. From now, like don't wait until like twenty twenty, but from now is voter suppression. Make yep. sure that everybody's voting records are clean. Make sure that there's nothing being done to discount your votes, to disqualify your votes. That's really what's going to help us. But also yeah. voter registration. Once we're all registered, and votes can't be suppressed, mm-hmm. that'll go a long way.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, even if you if you decide, I've I've worked as a, a poll like day of poll worker or yeah. something, and like when I tell you. Those a lot of votes get disqualified because people aren't even submitting that stuff correctly. Because the people that they have working those poll sites are usually like super elderly, or like you know not not just very good at yeah. what they're doing. So
1: no, I've I've dealt with them. Like I've showed yeah. up and they're like, oh, your name's not here, sir. I'm like, so what does that mean? It's like, hold on, let me a supervisor. But I don't think you'd be able to vote. I'm like, I'm not leaving here. Yeah, I'm, without what,
0: voting, what are you talking about? Like,
2: exactly.
1: It's like, oh, you know, following absentee. Like, did you move recently? I'm like, no. Here's my card from last time. It's like, oh. Because I'm not registered as a Democrat or, yeah. or as a Republican either. I don't want yeah. thinking I'm a black Republican. I'm a working party's family. Okay. Which usually votes along the same lines mm-hmm. as Democrats, but we're not Democrats. Right. We're working party's family. Right. Well, to make it clear. Heard you. <laughs> but um, no, but sometimes like I, my name won't show up in the book if it's like the Democratic primary. Even though technically... We can vote in that joint It won't mm-hmm. only show up So yeah. I gotta do absentee Yeah um, Makes sense You got a what word for us Steph?
3: Butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high
2: Take a look
3: It's in a book A reading rainbow
2: um, I do have a cool word for y'all Hold on, give me a second.
1: Let me pull it up. Are y'all excited? I'm very excited about very these word excited. words. Very excited. I'm still
2: using polkret. dude Yeah, that one from last week. Yeah. Nah, listen, guys. Like, I mean,
1: those sneakers are mad polkretorious, but I can't afford them.
2: I don't know that polkretorious <laughs> is the word. Polkretude?
1: Pulch, but... Those sneakers got mad polkretude? <laughs> That's a
2: polkretudious
1: car. Polkretudious? Be- I don't know that be, we. No, use I, it, don't,
2: think I would don't think you. use don't think. Like... Yeah, <laughs> no. Okay. So Kanisa did a good job at using it. Well, she's um, not here she's not um, okay well, So <laughs> check out episode 35 for when she was here shout out,
1: <laughs> shout out to the Sokanista and soca tribe
2: okay all right here's our work word for today everybody ready ready, ready. our word for today is ersatz ersatz ersatz, er-satz. please spell e-r-s-a-t-z <laughs> its origin is german
1: oh, please use it in a sentence
2: i will but first let me give you the 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 definition it is describing an artificial substitute for something, usually of inferior quality, mm. like
3: bad ass shots.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah. She got them ersats. She got them ersats. <laughs> those,
1: other, those other podcasts are Ursats for Stereo Sats Bros. for
3: Stereo Bros.
1: Oh, okay. uh-huh.
3: I like that uh-huh.
2: one. Here's a sentence. It may have been on sale. But the Ursat's
3: cheese was so bad that no one could stomach it. Okay, so it was an adjective, not noun. Yeah, yeah. yes, adjective, yes, it's an adjective. adjective. Uh, okay. Yeah. She got them Ursat. Them. Well, she ersatz got that Ursat's booty. The Ursat <laughs> booty. She got That's the Ursat's booty. ersatz booty. 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 <laughs>
1: the <earth's ass> podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: That's either it's
2: and it's definitely not equal or lesser value. It's definitely, it's definitely lesser, lesser value. <laughs> uh, it. Oh, we definitely adding that to your earth sets, ladies ASAP. and gentlemen. That. Use that in your next conversation, blow the people away. And you're welcome.
1: So we're gonna change gears to talk about something that typically we won't talk about, you know, other platforms and all that because we don't be caring. <laughs> but the Charlotte Angela. The Charlotte McGay and the the Angela Yee saga. I don't know if you want to call it that. For for those that don't know DJ Envy Voice. um,
2: (laughs) So appropriate. How did you get started?
3: (laughs) So appropriate.
1: First, what happened was Gucci Mane was on lip service back in the day, like 09, 10, between one of his bids. Um, It's not a shot, Gucci. I'm a fan of your music. So don't come for me, bro. (laughs) Um. But long story long, he was on Lip Service, which is Angela Yee's platform where she talks lusty and sex stuff with people. She was doing that for, for the longest back on uh, uh, Sirius, Sirius XM Radio back in the day. So fast forward, Gucci goes to the Breakfast Club a couple of times. The interviews are okay, but they seem like they're a little scared of him. I think like 2016, he comes back up like the new Gucci clone.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so sick
1: of people. <laughs> I mean, but new... New, new, and, improved new Gucci, and improved New and improved yeah. Gucci. Goes up there and... Somehow they bring it up like, oh, Gucci, uh, he's like, oh, no, y'all was scared of me. And uh, he was like, oh, Angela been like me. She been on my dick. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no, <laughs> no, where you get that from? And then they leave there and she says on another platform, oh, why would I ever go out with Gucci? So after that, there was a lot of controversy because right. he said you was on my dick, but he said it to her face. Mm-hmm. So then fast forward some more and... He said, "I think I'm banned from the Breakfast Club because since then I haven't been back up there." And then, Charlamagne, Charlamagne, um,
0: <laughs> <I
1: know>. <laughs> <laughs> has him come up there. Sorry, Charlamagne, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <sighs> but 85 South said it to his face, so I feel like if they said it to his face, I can say it on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but
3: but he had him on a different platform. Comes
1: on a different platform, and he says, "I'm on this platform without Angela Yee and Envy because they scared like Envy's scared of me. He gets slapped up, and Yee, that bitch."
3: Yeah, he and, said some other choice words. And it he, was he said some other shit too. And Charlamagne's
1: like, go on. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing to kind of defend anything. So then Ye felt the way at the fact that Gucci was up there talking crazy. And he posted a picture with him and a fancy car and his dog like, I've been threatened before and right. I'm going to stand by my coworker. Which I actually respect him saying that he's going to stand by Ye. Right. Right? Um, but then Ye went on an, another platform and said that, like, the question was raised, and she asked the people on the podcast, what would you do? Would you allow somebody to come after your your colleague and your friend like that? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, no. She's like, well, exactly.
3: Well, I think it begs the That's question. That's the stage. So Yeah, it, it begs the question, what kind of loyalty do you owe to a friend? What kind of lo- loyalty do you owe to a coworker? And I think we're kind of seeing this play out like we're, we're not sure what the relationship is between them. Because to me, it seems more like a co-worker situation and not really an outside friend type right. vibe. Um, but you definitely have to look at like, you know, taking it in, personally is like with putting yourself in her shoes, how you would feel about like somebody that you know well, friend, coworker, or whatever, allowing somebody to talk so greasy, greasy about yeah. you um of course you're gonna feel away. way like i i and i don't think it matters whether or not she was lying in the past and she did feel the way about gucci or she did try to holler like all of that is like it's it's not even relevant it's the matter of him allowing gucci to speak about her in such a way in his presence because to me this is somebody that you work with daily even if you don't have a personal relationship with her you have a working relationship with her right and i mean maybe off camera maybe you know you're talking and you like yeah yeah she a bitch but definitely not being video recorded on a platform, would you like? Should you have let her be disrespected or in that manner? Out or,
1: something like that.
3: or right? Or I mean, I mean, or or at least say something like, "Hey, you know, that's unnecessary." You know, I know, I know you feel that way about her, but you know, calm, calm all that down, you know, and then continue on. But you don't just let that go and and allow that to fester. And and I mean, I, I don't think it has to do with friends. I mean, you have a working relationship. I mean, I, I it's people I work with that I don't mess with but I have to be there with them daily you know what I mean I wouldn't allow a public platform like that you know I wouldn't talk about, let people talk about my employer publicly I wouldn't talk about let people talk about my co-workers but maybe in the presence of my home mm-hmm. I might let my personal feelings uh, be felt but I definitely think he was like wrong for that situation
1: yeah I think on that one um, so first I agree If that's his friend which it sounds like that's Envy's friend so he defended her right I think if Charli would have told Gucci, like, "Yo, chill out," like, I think Gucci would have respected that. I think so too. I think he would have respected him saying, like, "Bro, you're doing too much." N- not even in, in such aggressive tone, but just like, "Yo, fam, like, chill out." You know, at the end of the day, that's my people's. So, yeah. I, like, like Jazzy said, you feel how you feel, but chill out. Yeah. But he just sat there, like, swinging his feet from the chair, saying nothing. So, to me, that's super weak. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never let anybody disparage. A friend of mine in front of me, even if they got a like a personal issue with one of my friends, mm-hmm. you had that personal issue, but you're not gonna sit here and drag them in front of me. Yeah. Like what would I look like letting you drag a close friend and I'm sitting there all ears like he can't, but you like Yeah, you right, word. Yeah, like on the other hand, like with a coworker, I think in the context of what they do, like they spend a lot of time together outside of the office as well because in entertainment you also go into like shows together you're doing press runs together you may be traveling together but I've seen Ye and, and Envy together in the airport Right. they travel together more I think Ye and Envy are, are much more friends than Agree. The, than Charlemagne are with them so in his mind he probably feels like it's all business but he he definitely picks and chooses what he cares about but she also and people on that platform as a collective they victimize mad people so I don't feel as much sympathy for them when They're they get doing dragged, their job. Nah, man, they be doing it. I don't know, man. I feel like Laura Styles is never getting dragged. Nessa's Laura never Styles getting dragged. Don't
3: say much. I mean, I uh, to be honest, Nessa don't get dragged. Who? I don't Nessa. 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 I, don't, I, I don't know. She does. not I mean, she does. She doesn't really do the like ru- rumored gossip type vibe of interviews. I think she like. Sits down more with people, but the nature of their show is to bring you the drama. Like Mm. that's why people watch. That's why everybody watches. That's why you know Angelique Lee does her, you know, uh, her her gossip questions, her her um, torched her advice or whatever segment. You know, like I'm sorry, sorry. I think she gives good advice. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I just it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't let people talk about your your peeps in that way, and 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 on a public platform, your coworker that you work with all the time, because like, now everybody's tuned in. I'm now I'm looking to look at the at the at the interaction, the, at, the, the, interaction, at yeah. the body language, at like yeah. eighty five
1: south, flames her. Uh, you know, the dude I know was funny like that. Uh, DC Young Fly. Oh my yeah, I, I do this wild funny. Yeah, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs>
3: flames her why?
1: Um, so Trevor Noah walked by. He was like, "That boy looked like a meerkat." Basically, he walked by was like, Yo, Trevor Noah, look, that boy look like a meerkat. <laughs> like, he just says, like, the most off the wall stuff. Yeah. But then, um, he was asking him about their love lives. He was like, Well, your man and Angela, you hiding him somewhere? And it was like a five minute conversation about her hiding her man. She's like, uh, No, I have a man, blah, 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 blah. But they kept going back to the fact that she's hiding her man. But
3: she's not. She's keeping but Charlamagne it out. But of- Charlemagne
1: was in the corner, like, Ah! Like, oh, he, was, he was dragging it. Mm. So, you're right now, people are, are paying attention yeah, to the interaction, trying to see. You know, if they actually, you know, do rock each other, other. Yeah. but I just feel like, as a person of integrity, you know, people that are doing their thing talk about ideas, not people. Mm-hmm. But if you ever give somebody an ear, because I, I had people in the past be like, "Yo, bro, guess what? So and so said about you," and I'm like, "And you listened?" Yeah. Like,
3: you, or why did you bring that back to me? Like, right. you, you,
1: like you bringing that to me, and you expecting me to just like take off? And I'm like, Nah, yeah. cool. Like, that's fine. But you sat there and listened to it. Yeah to this day even if i don't rock with you if somebody came to me and said yo guess what happened to so and so i'm like oh, okay i'm not going to talk bad about even an old enemy an old foe yeah. I'm, I'm i'm still not even going to give into the the chatty patty yeah. shit about you like i don't talk about people behind their back yeah. to people and then, one if i rock with you i don't but even if i don't rock with you i'm still not going to like do that type of shit you know what i'm yeah. saying so
2: yeah if i if i if i have If I had a relationship that that ended or whatever, you have died. Like that's (laughs) that's just just what you've died. Like I don't I don't spread anything that I may have known about you. I don't entertain conversations about you. Like it's just like you have died and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I send you away with, with love. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, that's so the I best way to, to do it because you wouldn't it. want people doing that to you. Like yeah, if, a, if you once had an intimate relationship, yeah. whether it's friendship, relationship, yeah. whatever. No, you dead now. I it's wouldn't want good. you spreading all my dirty secrets, right. so I would never do that right. to you. Right. right, and I
2: think in this particular case, like may- maybe part of me is like, is this just hype to like what the dope. viewership? You think Gucci
3: hit it? Burr. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like I think there's more to the story. I definitely I definitely don't think it's like I didn't try to holler. There was something was there. Something was there, but I don't necessarily think it was to that level. But
2: I think I think you have to wonder how much of this is just to generate some buzz around like the the show. She said it it was lip service,
1: and lip service was flirty, and he he misread it. But I've had chicks in the past. Like
2: I've listened to lip service before. I listen to it regularly. Yeah. Back yeah. in the it's day funny.
1: back in the day she was a little bit more flirty. These days she's like super prudy and always gets called out for by people like Candy. Be like, yo, what about you, Angela? Like, what do you do? And she's always like, Oh,
3: you know, I, I just
1: like of like to me on the show, she's the corniest. I haven't listened to the show in a while because.
3: But well, that's why she brought them other. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what if what if she what brought if the she... other young ladies on to tell about their more spirited experiences? Because yeah.
2: because I'm like, what if she, what if it's what if it's not like, what if this is her right and she and it's
3: not and then it was it's be not a, I don't call think her it pootie. necessarily is an actor. I don't think. Yeah, think it might just be maybe her. She's, maybe just boring. You and there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Right. There's a, there's boring yeah. people. People are boring. I think I think she's being honest, and I don't. I, I think that she does a good job of balancing, you know, having the people on that's going to be wild crazy yeah. and tell about whatever. She gives a little bit here and a little bit there. But, like, some people don't want to tell them all about their sex yeah. life. Like- right, and I
2: think and, and that, I think, is, it's like, fine, right? Like, Because that's why I was like, I wouldn't even approve of the word prude if this is who she is. If this right. is, this that's is who, who she is. is. I think in this, like, Charlamagne, just, this wasn't very smart on his, on, unless, of course, it is part of the plan to generate more buzz around the show. Like, because now people are are looking, like you said, you'll be watching to see the interplay. I think think this is some natural beef. Right, but (laughs) but if this is is natural beef, then he wasn't very wise in the sense that you're going right back to work with this woman on, like, Monday. I don't
3: think he cares. I think, and I honestly, and to be honest, Ah, and to be honest, that I think he's looking at it like, y'all wouldn't be here if it wasn't Wasn't for for me. me. Everybody, he Ah. carries it. And and to be honest, I don't even think he, like, I don't think there's much production for
1: him no absolutely that not.
3: goes into when they're interviewing people like i think she puts in a lot a little bit more research but they all have so many different ventures mm-hmm. i think this is like a natural progression of how big the show has gotten and them tending to their own outside endeavors you know like they're their career-wise all going in different directions but this is the main thing that people know them for so they're gonna try and keep it afloat but I mm-hmm. wouldn't if in a year or two they added a new person or a person left I would not be shocked or surprised at all like, I wouldn't
1: I wouldn't either and I last thing i say on this too is I do think that like an in, in 85 South interview um someone so, asked him hey so what are you doing he's like oh I'm getting questions ready for the next guest like he don't even care no more Mar- like, <laughs> like um but I also think that the lazy with it. You. you can tell, like, mm-hmm. if you go up there prepared, like a Byron Allen, they squandered an opportunity to really, like, it was a good Byron interview.
3: Allen came up Byron, with all his talking Byron, points yeah, about what he wanted to Byron, talk about, and thank God Byron carried it. <laughs> he carried the interview.
1: Takashi, when he was up there, um, he's a rat. I don't like talking about, it. but yeah. he he dragged him the first time he was up there. I'll say it, like, he he son him the first time because he was up there prepared. I think if you go up there prepared, you can kind of carry the interview the way you want to. Because mm-hmm. same thing that Jordan Lucas did too. Like he was up there and. Forced an extra 20 minutes because they tried to have him there for 10. And he was like, nah, y'all ain't y- 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 ending this now. Let me ask y'all some questions. I kept it going for like another 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. They're not as good of interviewers as they once were right. when, when they were hungry. Like on the way up, they was going harder. But right. now the question they asked, and Meek said it too, was like, yo, like, I don't like doing your all interviews because all you going to ask me is, is some. Some, like, gossip type shit. Yeah,
2: right. But, uh, you know, and and we spoke about this on a previous yeah. episode before when, because what makes a very good interviewer is, I'm sorry, like a journalist background, right? Yeah. And so these days, if if someone's like, oh, you know, I interview people and stuff, that's cool. We all interview people, but can some of you do this for real? Like, there are people mm-hmm. who have a journalist background, background right. for this. And so it's like if you don't know how to be an investigative journalists and you don't know how to carry a conversation where you're digging into an issue you know what i mean or, or like key players that are involved in an issue so we're talking about people we're giving we're we might be giving some of the like, people in that line of work just far too much credit like for you know what i mean like, or expecting far too much exactly. from people who this isn't their lane to begin with you know what yeah. i'm saying mm-hmm. so like it is what it is it is it messy hell yeah <laughs> it's, it's hella messy and we like it <laughs> I mean shit you know mess, mess does sell too it so. does I mean it's tricky I guess it all just comes down though to personal integrity um, absolutely mm-mm. don't let people flame people you work with don't <laughs>
1: but it's time for that
2: hey snap your fingers you ready Mm-hmm. facts here we go uh ass yeah jazz Z, yeah. yeah,
3: it's jazzy time.
2: Hi guys, hey, hey. It's, jazzy it's jazzy time.
3: Um, so this week we are going to poll the stereo bros oh, on snap their thoughts on dating. Oh snap, a member of law enforcement. Oh snap, <laughs> could you be the girlfriend boyfriend of a police officer a corrections officer a prosecutor a a, a state or federal prosecutor just someone that carries out the law like could you uh have a happy home with someone that works in that uh field and environment um personally I don't think I've ever dated, I have to think back in my roller deck, talk, talk to dated, you know, anybody that was of either persuasion in that you know I, I've always had a problem with authority I don't think I've ever I don't want to say never respected but I don't think that I could get along with someone that worked in that profession just because I always challenge you know, laws and, and, and things. And I think people in those professions, they cling on to that and they hold um, rules and regulations to be what they live by. And that's just the opposite. (laughs) This is the opposite of, like, my personality, which is funny because my grandfather was a police captain in Grenada. And I think my dad is also, like, a rule follower. But that's just never been (laughs) the way, like, my mind worked. So I don't think personally I could ever... Be with anyone in that persuasion, and I also have always told my girlfriends like, don't be messing with these cops, because first of all, they be thinking they above the law, they be beating their wives and they getting away with wild, wild stuff. You know, police come knock on the door like, oh, is everything okay? And they're all right, you know. Go back to what you're doing, hold it down, and your ass is, you know, Please in the corner them. beating. You know, <laughs> like not, not, not all cops, right. not all NYPD. I'm right. just saying, like. That's the narrative that I've seen. So I'll be telling her to be careful. But what do y'all think?
1: I mean, listen, I would date an Angie Valdez in my former life.
2: <laughs> she is uh, she
3: is not loyal. Angela
2: Valdez <laughs> is the most down. annoying character that has ever gra- Well, no, Tariq is. But.
1: Tariq is definitely the most annoying. <laughs> I would date an Angie Valdez, um, a cop lady, a CO. I don't know. I heard <laughs> girl COs be giving it up filthy. Um, Oh. allegedly allegedly I put that in there um, in and out the jail right I heard <laughs> girl cops do the same allegedly um, I guess just to you know date and like ro- like roll around with on a Saturday <laughs> sure oh wow wow. Like, <laughs> wow to actually care about the main thing is like if you're dating somebody so if you're dating somebody in like a city agency like CO's it's like even with NYPD, it's like, do you worry about them coming home at night? If you are dating somebody that's like a prosecutor, like mm. people ain't killing prosecutors, right? Right? Only
2: on TV. Only on <laughs> TV.
1: Right? But then it's like, if you date somebody that works for like a federal agency, one day I may be at brunch and the next day you got a fucking windbreaker on arresting all your homeboys, right? Like, is that okay, yeah. right? So that's
2: gonna be hard to discuss at the barbecue, that the neighborhood barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yo, <laughs>
1: son, shit, the fucking the windbreaker. This shit's the FBI, son. Yeah. You ain't know that, son? Yeah, at all. Right, And it's just like they can't talk about their job with you. So it's a certain level of a wall that's going to be up. You're mm-hmm. not going to get all of them because they can't tell you about who they're investigating or they should not tell you about who they're investigating and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they prosecute. They can't tell you in and out of certain cases and shit like that. So you're not going to get the same level of access to them. Their life's going to be in danger. So to date seriously, somebody like that, I don't think I'm built for that.
2: Yeah. It's not easy. Um it's not easy doing the whole dating a uh, a uh, civil servant kind of thing um i think i i've uh, i have i have uh i've been there <laughs> um and yeah the to your point p and l about it not being um it is not easy wondering if your partner is going to Come home, and in fact, you know they're almost like um, brotherhoods and sisterhoods built around this, where people are accustomed to that level of anxiety.
3: I, that's why they have their wives, the why, wives' club, and it's, and it's
2: you know that shit is real. Like the the why, like they brunch every every mm-hmm. same Saturday mm-hmm. of the month or whatever, and it's because you know they just kind of know what that life is like. um I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it takes a certain type of patience, a certain level of patience. I think the thing that we don't talk about often is like the prestige associated with those
3: positions. Mm. Bitches
2: do love niggas in uniform. Yeah,
3: they do. And like and those pensions and twenty years and you you coming off kind of good. I mean, if
2: you look (laughs) at the divorce rates of some of these, you know, civil servants, like they're pretty high. You know, and you have to wonder what it's a mix of, right? Is it a mix of someone not being able to do like live the lifestyle with you, or is it a mix of maybe? You know there being other opportunities to entertain other people because that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: um, on the job, on the job, like it's
2: it's real. And and without you know sharing too much about my life, you know, it was it it can be quite uh, concerning. At did
1: at you ever date places. one of them Leos, one of the <laughs> law enforcement? <laughs> Law I'm, enforcement officers.
2: I I have entertained you know some people in Terry the, Silver type dudes. Not Terry Silvers, but like in in I've only had Cooper like many, <laughs> no, but like <laughs> maybe like one or two encounters inter- with a with a police officer or two, and I definitely did. Uh, I definitely did date a uh, firefighter for a while, um, and that's a little different. shout out to the homie,
1: but don't <laughs> count.
2: No, it counts to a degree. No,
1: when I say it don't count, I think firefighters the the risk life aspect yes. counts. Yeah, but I've like firefighters to me. I respect them a lot because it don't matter where they are from. They show up and do their job. True. Like they show up, they cut people out of cars. They, they fight fires. True. They they actually they do a lot. Like they go to the dead bodies first and yes, shit like that. They're like, first they do responders. Yeah. So it's like so I, are
2: officers. Yeah. As well. But what? But to the point of less like,
1: biased the firefighters, I think though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Well, less no. Bias. Well, actually. Public facing, it's a lot less biased, but there's an incredible amount of bias behind the scenes, like uh, so, and that's something that I think most people don't get a chance to see. Obviously, because like I think the the FDNY is kind of opening up its gates to different people now. In fact, my neo shout sh- 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 to the became, Vulcans and all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, my neo just became a firefighter. Um, oh yes, yes, Love and she that. was one of the of what's his her. Yes, yes, Jennifer Boating. Yes, Jen. catch yourself. Gr- yes, what? my neo yeah. became a motherfucking firefighter. Oh, like like a. Fe- like a female firefighter, yeah, yeah. She was on the news, and everything. Okay. it was like a class of like maybe twenty of them or so. Like
1: affirmative, I'm, I'm kidding. No, wow. that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope.
2: Um, yeah. So like, that's dope. I mean, I mean, it, I would lump him in the same in the sense of exposure. shout out to uh,
1: Jen Boteng. You said,
2: yeah, Jennifer Boateng.
1: Shout out to Jennifer Boateng. Oh, yeah. for. I'm 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 being dead serious. <laughs> yes, I think, I think that's dope and remarkable that we have more black firefighters, mm-hmm. but we also need more black women firefighters yeah. too because then. Young women can see that. I have a daughter. She can see that, but like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe one day yep. I want to be a firefighter too.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's and she's she's really trill Like she's really really trill so That's fire. For That's her. what's up. Fire, literally, but bang bang. But um, <laughs> um, yeah. But like, I just think it, it really comes down to like having some patience for the lifestyle that comes with mm-hmm. with with those people. That that all of them, all of those professions include late hours and shit like mm-hmm. that. If you're not with it and you need somebody on your body all the time, this is not the person to date.
1: Get you a CVS cashier. Yeah,
2: you might need a cashier, a stock boy, <laughs> something like that. You know. <laughs> but
3: I think people like the the the. Um, um, stability of people in those professions right if you're a officer a CEOs a make a good amount of money and even though their hours are crazy trash. um you know the the they they 20 years and you add pension you you make captain you get in more money you might get better um uh, tours, yeah. um, and there's a, a a lifestyle that can come with you know le- less uh, you know less degrees. You can still afford your family a a, a good home and a good uh, you're on upbringing the,
1: on a on a non or the less degree. That's what it sounds like. No,
3: I'm not. I'm just saying that that's it's 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 a perk or a attraction or somebody. Some I could see a woman being attracted or a man being attracted to someone within that profession. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, so, you know, choose your, your mates uh, wisely and I definitely think professions play into uh, decisions sure. as to, you know, who you mate with and, and settle yeah. down with. But um, yeah. be
2: reasonable. Mm-hmm. Be reasonable.
1: And, and also just be realistic. If you're the Leo or the, you know, the person with, with the windbreaker, <laughs> be honest with your with your person. Like, yo, listen, this will come with the job. So this, yeah. this will come with me. If, if you ain't built for all that, walk away. Yeah. Um. And if you're on the other end of that, just understand that that person's job is probably going to come before you more often than not. Yeah. And you got to be okay with that.
2: Yeah. And then building... And then there's also, like, support, right? Because, like, some of the, these jobs are very taxing. If you think about the level, what police officers are exposed to on a regular, especially an NYPD cop, it's different if we're talking about somebody that's in, like, right. Talladega Butte, or Montana. something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not seeing much, but you, an <laughs> NYPD officer sees quite a lot. Right. And so... um you know a prosecutor or whoever like any of these they see a lot and so you know outside of thinking about what would this person's life do to me you have to also think about how you can support this person's life too Mm -hmm. because you cannot show up being yet another thing that this person has to worry about yeah you just can't be another stressor you just can't Mm -hmm. so um you know there's there's that but Okay. I think the answer is you could, you can with whatever we just mentioned. Yes. You can, <laughs> depending on ready. who you are, Word. your personality, what you're willing to deal with. Word. Word.
1: Cop chick, let me fuck her in a uniform.
2: Wow. Who's that?
1: Mano. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> I was like, I've never, I don't know what that is.
1: I think for a lot of guys, that's kind of what it is. Like They want to smash the chick in a uniform.
3: Is it? Or why is that not, not it for the ladies?
1: Um, I don't know. I was gonna get into that, but you just said new music, so Yeah! You blew me up. That's no, all good. No, it's good to have, you know, you know, these silent cues to hurry the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. We need that sometimes. Um so new music. New music. Um I went back and forth between picking a lusty soca song and this song, but I think the people need to hear this song. It's by HD. It's called Ghetto Sunday. He sounds like a rapper that y'all may know of, but I think he brings that old, that old authentic New York energy. That yeah.
3: he had a he, a wise tone. A wise, yeah. like, his, you his, can
1: tell he's yeah. raised by like old heads. Yeah, very Here's very that.
3: good. Yeah. And to the less fortunate, to those in the ghettos. This for you. Now the only reason I hustle is for you to avoid a struggle. So you don't have to walk these attic streets and drug puddles. Waters that we survive by but exchange knuckles. When niggas go to floors, jealousy in between a cup, a cup. Cats that I recycle conversations with. They forget the knowledge that could replace it with the choices. Niggas chosen life, I try to change them since. And God, you would advice. But cats look at you strange with suspicion because of the best life. Now in fact, I was trying to...
2: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back with yet another Moody Smoker classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one this week is um, by Emily Sande and Jay Electronica. Uh, the track is called Garden, and um, it's giving me it's giving me black Afro punk in nature vibes. You mm-hmm. know, it's fire. It's mm-hmm. fire. So check that out. Let me love, let me touch, let
3: me love. Uh, my song this week is from Partisan Fontaine. It's mm. called Peach. I only picked this song because of the visuals. Yes, repping for the big girls, the fluffy girl. fluffy, girls. Girls. fluffy. <laughs> and it's 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 a it's a good uh, little party party joint.
1: And I didn't realize that it was you know Fluffy's in the video until you pointed it out. To me, it was just a bunch of beautiful women scantily clad.
2: Exactly, and so. none of those women were ersatz. They were not. They were like, None. Yeah, it was natural. There were no Ursats at no, all. Natural. I did see
1: a couple of Ursats, but it was like the skinny chicks with the.
2: Ursat booty shots?
1: With nah, the, the, ersat the bo- boobs.
2: The boobs, okay, Ursat yeah. boobs. That's whack. Fluffy <laughs> chicks don't have Ursats <laughs> boobs Because their boobs are theirs. Exactly. <laughs> Here's that.
1: Everything yeah. that a nigga got, got it out the dirt like a rose in the concrete. I blossomed off the curb. Remember hey. girls used to curb me, man. Them bitches had some nerd. What? Ain't no nigga I ain't fucking with me. Far as I'm concerned, you got a peach, peach ass. Shit be looking right, Forget get the dancing in the mirror. You want some shit that get you hyped? Gave a couple niggas chances, they ain't never get it right. Tell your girl to leave them lames alone. So take your own advice. You got a peach, peach ass. Shit be looking right, you bad and you working so you every niggas type girl you. You don't need a lot of light And I know if it's a kill, you're doing 25 to life Ay. So thank y'all again for tuning in for another great episode Our merch store will be up soon Shout out to everybody already copped a dad hat To make content great again shirts We got some crew necks and hoodies coming Because it's getting chilly outside So check out those coming soon E-Store coming soon In the meantime, if you need any merch, any hats, any shirts DM us we got y'all covered. We're doing hand-to-hand drop-offs all over the town. We also mailing them joints out and all that. If you want other merchandise, uh the Melanin Project has merch as well. Yes. And you can cop hers. It's very holistic and great. There's also Overconfident Mediocrity Merch. It's a brand that, you know, I started for, you know, the man or woman that believes that there's too many people in the world that are overconfident and mediocre. <laughs> um, our City Boy shirts are still selling. We have our hot, we have a hot girl shirt coming too. (laughs) Okay. Um, so (laughs) I'm
2: waiting waiting on a hot girl. shirt. Cop
1: that, but um, anything that anybody needs to promote? Any final words?
2: Yes. So, we, um, hi Jeff, we (laughs) here. Um, we have, um, uh, we just had our first pregnancy loss group, um, for the month of November. Um, what we do with the melanin project is we throw palatable mental health programming for communities of color. And one of our biggest um, initiatives right now is a dinner for black and brown women who have lost children through, um, abortions, miscarriage, and stillbirth. And so we had our first on November 1st, and we have another on November 15th. The one on November 15th will be a little bit more engaging. We're going to have um, it'll be a, a yoga class, essentially, trauma-informed yoga mm-hmm. um, for women who have lost, um, so we can get some of that trauma out of your hips, out of your shoulders, that kind of thing. But I have to mention um, that last night's dinner was um, – we have two people to thank for that, Onos, Onos Footprints, which is a community development nonprofit that um, gave us a permanent space in Greenpoint to host them. Um, it was, I think that organization was founded out of the executive directors, in honor of the executive director's late sister who died from a heart condition. Um, and they have a really big turkey drive coming up the week before Thanksgiving um where i think they service maybe like a thousand families like it's That's huge and um and the second is a very good very 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 close friend of mine who um his mother um, passed away this week um, from lung cancer. He shared that um, in his early childhood that his mother had also had a pregnancy loss. And as a result in her honor, he wanted to be able to support the dinner. And so um, our, the ladies who came yesterday were able to like, you know, break bread together as a result of the donation from him. And so I wanted to just take a moment and thank the family of Audley Hutchinson, Um, you know, may she rest in peace. Thank you so much for the support of the dinners going forward because um, it was, it was made beautiful because they were able to donate. So that's very nice.
1: That's absolutely beautiful. And stereo bros will be a sponsor moving forward as well.
2: So, um,
3: (laughs) so yeah. um, Uh, Yeah. uh, I'm not promoting anything right now yet um Late. coming coming real estate coming waiting um it. but yeah i would i'm i'm thinking about intentions and setting intentions and writing them down i've been writing a lot of um things that i want from my life and like goals down and just saying them out loud and repeating them and i think that's important to do so i encourage the stereo bro listeners to do the same this mm-hmm. coming week straight up Pour
2: ooh. some coffee out for your ancestors, too. It's getting mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There you go.
1: And <laughs> while you last thing I'll say is when you get the urge to eat something, eat you some buffalo cauliflower. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. my
3: fate. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right, over and out. No matter where we're fierce,
1: we must face the moment of
3: truth, baby. Mm-hmm.